0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. got it going down on 11 play with fresh niggas, I'ma get niggas, i am going take cover nigga, that's your my suggestion, cause if you don't my nigga, you might get
2: beheaded, yo. Yo. Yo.
3: What up, y'all? We want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Case Rotation. My name is Box Jetson.
2: And I'm Spinachless Simone.
3: And today we have a special guest with us by the name of Zach Fresh. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, one of the best rappers in the city. Um, So, yeah, we wanted to bring him on to kind of talk about his upcoming project that he's working on. Just some, you know, his opinions on the state of hip hop. His influences, some things like that. Um, so we just kind of want to allow him this time to introduce himself, and then we're going to go ahead and talk about some things that are going on in the city, some updates with and ourselves. It's
2: been forever.
3: It's been it's been a little little minute. <laughs> so, yeah, Zach, if you want uh, to, what's, uh-huh. <laughs> what's up, man? I'm Zach
4: Fresh from Off Worldwide. Um, been rapping in the city for like.
3: Almost eight-plus years
2: now. I was going to say forever. Yeah, it's been
3: a while. I mean, if you count elementary school, then yeah, we count that.
2: Too. <laughs> Excuse me if you hear me smack me, okay? You <laughs> <It> taste good.
3: <laughs> yeah, we just came from the gym, so she's trying to, like, eat a little something real quick to put something on her stomach.
2: Um, What's been up with us before we get into this interview?
3: With me, man, just really closing in on the wedding we got two months until then um just finalizing some last things trying to get our situation situated for memphis so it's just <laughs> that's all i've really been focused on like the move the wedding um getting
2: like, the prizes for that um giveaway yeah, the
3: giveaway <laughs> we still gotta chop it up some <laughs> people that's, that's coming that's on the way we didn't forget about y'all um that's really the bulk of it man i've really just been chilling getting things in motion
2: same <laughs> um no just been like working on wedding stuff and moving stuff and moving stuff and, moving stuff and wedding stuff
3: mm-hmm. it's not really too many updates like we really just the same old same old back
2: it's been forever since we like recorded
3: well no we did record
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did record um, but we couldn't post the episode
3: yeah
2: <laughs> it was way too emotional on my part.
3: We may post it one day, we but we may
2: not ever post it.
3: We it may post it one day. We
2: <laughs> start talking about moving and it got way too emotional. Yeah. Um, let's see. Things that we need to talk about. Orange soda, save the date, July sixth is the next orange soda, orange soda seven. So I think that's all the info we have about that. Yeah, there'll right be now. more info
3: to come, like time, location, um, whether it's BYOB, whether it's... Uh, link to buy those
2: tickets.
3: Yeah, the link, the link for the tickets. Like, we'll have everything. We just wanted to put that date on y'all's agenda now so y'all know July 6th don't have anything planned. Make sure y'all come out to the best party. Columbus, I think Columbus hosts... Um, it's just really a good time, man. Like, I, we talk about it so much, I don't even got to...
2: We have Anthony like, on here to talk about it. Yeah. So... So we don't
3: got to delve too much into it. We don't have to say too much about it. Zach, have you been to Orange Soda yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went
4: to, like, the first... Uh, I think the last one is the first one that I have missed, but other than that, I went to all of the other ones. Oh, good. Okay. Which
2: one's your favorite? Hmm...
4: It was something about that first night when we was uh, and we was in like the, it was we was in the neighborhood. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Like, it was just something about that. It was like right off Main and like Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, was, like, it was like just super comfortable. You know, um, I don't know. The first one was definitely my favorite one. The the, the first and second one was definitely my favorite ones for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah,
2: I can't remember which one I went to. I've only been to one. Mm-hmm.
3: I think we went to OS four. You went to OS four. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. The one at
3: the warehouse, the one that got shut down. Oh yeah, I
2: like, was at the one that got
3: shut down. I went to one and four. Um, I've been slipping, but like one was definitely my favorite too. Yeah. I think just because like it gave me that old school high school house party vibe, like yeah. with the two thousands music, like everybody was just kicking it. Everybody had their own bottles, like it wasn't no issues. So um, like it felt like it felt like high school for me. Like I felt like I was a kid again, even though I was. I was gone bro So I had to get out of there <laughs> It yeah, was a good time though the smoke section In the bag like it was yeah. in the yeah. Dude, Wasn't it like An orange light in there For like yep. this That was, <laughs> was a nice yeah. aesthetic Orange light Orange soda They had. Yeah. They was, they was doing their thing And it was cool Because it was like It seemed like It was their learning experience Like their first time Testing the water But it didn't feel like that mm-hmm. At the same mm-hmm. time Like they It seemed like they They put a lot of thought Into it So for sure. You know Big shout out to the Orange soda team Make sure y'all keep Putting pressure on Um And when we do move to Memphis, make sure y'all come out to Memphis because we definitely need some kicking out there. (laughs) Please. (laughs) We have your own Bill Street, man. Um, And then 614 Day. 614 Day is coming up um, June 14th, so it's like a little play on the date. Thursday is coming up. It'll be at 7 Sun Rooftop from 4 4 p.m. to 10 p.m., um, it's just a time to come out, appreciate the city, kick it, enjoy some local music. We have local vendors out there who will be selling merch.
2: You um, might be a vendor,
3: maybe? Yeah, we will potentially be vendors there. We're still waiting on the details from that. Um,
2: There's know, also a 614 Mixtape, right? Is that, mm, are yeah. you on
4: there? Um, I haven't got the com- confirmation yet, but
2: we was, we was
3: definitely talking about it with Ivy uh, Reese. And, uh, okay. Okay.
2: You're going to be on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if
3: not, I'd be reese. i got an issue with you, man. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to put that out there real quick. Um, but, yeah, 614 a Day, make sure you come out. The next day they're doing, like, uh, libations and conversations. It's at Lincoln Cafe. That will be from 630 to 830. It's free entry. So um, just come in, kick it, talk about Columbus, talk about everything local, what we're working on, you know, just kind of on yourself. And I'll say again that it's free because a lot of people love free shit. So um, yeah. make sure you come out to both 614 Day and the following day at Lincoln Cafe. Um, is that everything? Yeah, that's all of our introductions. We didn't really... Let's get
2: into it.
3: it. All right. So as I mentioned, when I first came into the podcast that... Well, this episode, as Zach Fresh is working on a project...
2: Wait, sorry. sorry I cut him off a lot. But, she <laughs> but um But... Why don't we talk about, like, how, like, you know him and, like, how, like, we all know each other. That would probably be, like, a
3: nice segue. So, I've known Zach Fresh since kindergarten, really. Um, Like, we both went to Cobo Elementary. We're both from Southfield. So, we've always had, like, a pretty good friendship from there. And then, like, he kind of disappeared for a long time. (laughs) It was like he went ghost. And then I look on YouTube and I see... hell views with a video with Sahih the Prince I'm like oh that's my nigga that's that French. like French so then I, uh, like I haven't seen him. it was probably like fifth grade and then I haven't seen him until you did a uh, a show at Scully's with Big James I don't remember what day I don't remember what year it was but it was it like it might have
4: been that turned up Tuesdays we did it was like
3: Cause big thing yeah, yeah, it yeah. was that. It was mm-hmm. that for sure. And that's the first time I had seen him since, like, fifth grade, and we just chopped it up. I'm like, bro, like, I'm proud of you. Like, everything you're doing, like, just keep working. So, um, like, he had, he had been there for me, like, when I was going through stuff in kindergarten. Like, he'd always been a really good friend to me, like, vice versa. Um, so it's like, it was really, like, like, it filled me up with joy to be able to see, like, one of my homies doing something that he loves, but not only doing something he loves, but being great at it and, like, really pursuing his dream, really pursuing his goal, and, like, I just, like, it, it it makes me happy. Like, it just... I like seeing my niggas get on. Like, I like seeing my niggas eat. So, um, like, yeah, just... Like, we, we go back. we
2: didn't know each other from Franklin. Yeah, from Franklin.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I just remember, like, anytime I'd see him... He'd always say, are you still singing? Are you still singing? Every time I would sing him. <laughs> and he'd like consistently be like one of very few people who will always like ask me that. Mm-hmm. And it was always so sweet to me, because like, those people who always remember that, it's like, oh, like no matter how far away I get from it, it's like, oh, there's people that still remember like how much I love that. Yeah. So that's like always what I think of when I think of, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure,
3: So, now we can get into it. So, yeah, it's uh, deep ties, man. So, we've we've known him for some years. Uh, Really proud of the success he's gaining and, you know, wishing for much more, of course. Um, It's on the way. Like, Zach is a very humble guy, man. He, like, and guys like him, they always flourish because, like, they don't don't want for anything. They don't, like, feel like their craft is bigger than, like, the world itself. Like, he just, he's a really humble guy, really down to earth, and, um... Just keep it up, man. Keep working. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, as we, as I was saying before, I was cut off as usual. <laughs> um, Zach Fresh is working on a project titled Freshy Mode. Where you know he just kind of like getting in his bag. Like I, I feel like from the last project to now, it's a lot of growth, and I love the last the last project. It'd be like fresh why you yeah. Sauce? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so, oh. uh, so like and even like I thought he was great then, but it's good to see that he's still like propelling himself forward. And yes, I'm bragging on the fact that I got early access to the music. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for y'all. Y'all will get y'all's turn. June 30th it will be dropping. I don't want to talk too much about it. Because, like, it's not my project. Although I am proud of it. Like, I want Zach to go ahead and, like, just share a little bit about, like, what was your mindset going into Fresh Mode? Like, what was some of the influences for it? Um, I think with Fresh Mode, the difference with this one was just Trap John Legend and Hiatus was uh,
4: I was able to play with more melodies and and, uh, just kind of. Experiment with different sounds. Mm. Um, this Freshy Mode, I just kind of wanted to turn up for the summer. Mm-hmm. Had them summer bangers yeah. with you know windows down. Yeah, for sure. Um, and do a little something different uh, with it. I was singing and doing R and B on Trap John Legend, mm-hmm. so I just kind of wanted to take that out the equation. And um, plus, I really wanted to take our performances to the next level. So mm-hmm. I wanted to do make some songs that have that high energy level that I can uh, match on stage. Yeah, um, I feel that.
3: And it, it was it was great because um like I heard the project I heard, heard the songs before that Mouth Mag release. Mm-hmm. So, like, I already had, like, some understanding of them. But then seeing you perform them live, like, it just gave it that much more validity, like, that much more of that impact for me personally. So I can only imagine, like, what it did for the people. Yeah, it was the who, same thing for me, too. Yeah. I, I didn't expect it to, you know, go like that. I mean, I know the record was hard, but I didn't
4: expect everybody to just. And then you, yeah. like,
2: ran it back. <laughs> yeah. That was, and I didn't that expect dope, that. Somebody yeah. was,
4: like, running back to the DJ. And I, I looked at uh, Annie, and I was like, you sure? Is that cool? She was like, yeah, they're asking for it. <laughs> Annie was dope, too. It it was so
3: good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, was that your first time performing at the mouth Mac? Um, the trash. It the was. I think it was.
4: That was the first time we. Um, uh, I was able to perform those.
3: Um, yeah, yeah, that was the first time I think. Okay. Um, but it's funny that you mentioned like it is that, like how you're. Like the mentality you had going in, like your purpose for it was to be that summertime banger, like windows down, because that's exactly what I did, like on the way here, like bumping stuff, <laughs> windows down, like just turned yeah. up, everybody looking like, oh shit, like what's that type? And that was the plot me and Sean had when we finished
4: when we finished Trap John Legend. So before mm-hmm. we even released that, that was the plan for the for the next project. Cause Sean okay. Sean always said he wanted to challenge himself too and and get back because you know he do a lot of stuff with samples now. Yeah, um, and he's fired that. Yeah, he crazy crazy. Sean Domby so focused. Yeah, and um. Mm-hmm. So uh, me and him was talking about that. And he said it would challenge him to get back to those uh, club bangers and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it was a challenge for both of us to really put it together. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly, it it got, it, it was real easy for us to put it together. I think we recorded all this in a matter of like two months, maybe. Okay. Two three months. It definitely don't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> How did y'all put together? Um, he went to so we went to elementary school with him too, mm-hmm. and um. I met him again probably like 2011 through jamal and we went to a kendrick concert Him and uh, me him kyle jamal uh after that i i guess he started making beats he was at ou and then from there uh we just kept cooking mm-hmm. um but he was always making beats he's he was making beats for us since
3: since about 2012 yeah early mm-hmm. yeah but he wasn't always cooking samples like that, was he? Because, like, I feel like the first real introduction I had to, like, his crazy sample game was Forever Go, Like, when he was flipping at Guapale, he was flipping uh, just – Scott, mm-hmm. I think it was, yeah – I'm like, damn, like this, like for that, just I did not even know it was that sample until like he played it at the end. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, no, he was definitely sampling. He, he wasn't
4: doing it as much as he does now, but mm-hmm. he was sampling back then. We had a crazy record called Sophia vagar And it's, mm-hmm. I think it's either on my SoundCloud cloud or big James, one or the other. But that was like one of the craziest samples, even to this day. Like what's one of me and big James favorites. Yeah. <laughs> and we
3: made that like 2012, 2011. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out, man. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, So I know you talked about, like, you've been in the game for eight years, but, like, when did you officially start rapping? And, like, how did you know, like, this is my calling, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to, like, put my time and effort into?
4: Um, I think I realized it was going to be worth it when I was uh, 13 and uh, I started working with Soldier Boy. Mm. And I was able to just go out of town. Um, I had seen some money off of it. And, you know, I just – I knew it was real. But what's crazy about it, I didn't understand – understand the reality of what was going on then until now mm-hmm. um, just because i was so young i was you know they, they told me you know you got to be here we got to be in atlanta we got to be in la and i'm just i'm 13 like whatever i ain't got i ain't got no bread to go nowhere i'm just hopping in and we out um but i knew it was something i wanted to do since then just because it it's took it's took it's took me to certain places that i don't i don't think i would have been able to go to without that so
2: how'd you get connected to soldier boy
4: we we did a, a song together. We met in Indianapolis, and we had, did a record together.
2: When you were 13?
4: Mm-hmm. We did That's a record crazy. together, and then... We ended up performing with each other that same night because you remember middle school. Everybody was like, you know, crank that, <laughs> yeah, everything, whatever. But, so that night, time, man. I was already hip to, to you know, crank that soldier boy and all the other records. Mm-hmm. So that night, we performed the song that we recorded that day, and then he let me perform his songs with him too. So just me, him, and A-Rap on mm-hmm. stage, and uh, performing, performing on that stage was a crazy, like literally my first performance.
3: Oh wow, yeah. And and it's like the day y'all really like hashed it out y'all I mean the day y'all really chopped it up is like the day that you mm. performed with him and, and, and
4: it wasn't necessarily and me and his relationship wasn't always good uh, it was more so of uh, his management that we had a good relationship with I mean we had times where me and him was clowning and we kicked it and it was love or whatever and he looked out mm. but then it was times when uh, that wasn't really the case mm-hmm. and, you know and uh, we kind of we fell out after a while um, but yeah I mean I'm not. I can't be mad at it. You know, I mm-hmm. can get my own success. So I'm, yeah. not, I'm not worried about the the handout or nothing like For that. Sure. But we we talked last time. We talked was probably last, probably like end of last year. Mm-hmm. Around around then, um, we did a show with him again in Mississippi. Okay. Um, so we was able to chop it up. He was. We was just kind of remembering stuff and kind of was able to put it all on the table. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. Okay.
3: He was like what seventeen at the time, 15, like 16, 16 yeah, 15, okay. 16.
2: Did he give you like any valuable advice? Performing,
3: performing. I, the
2: way
4: pre- performing, I got all of that from him, <laughs> yeah. literally. Like watching him and being up there on stage with him, and and how um, just how he come out with that energy. Mm-hmm. Like I had to take that same thing and learn it and try to apply that to to when I perform now.
2: Yeah. So did like that relationship with him? make you feel like a way towards the industry like i don't know how to properly ask the question
4: you, i think i get what you asking though um i always felt a way about the industry just because it was i grew up in a religious uh, household and they you know with certain things that we could and couldn't do mm-hmm. um but it was you you see how to seeing how the industry really is at an early age like the the cutthroat, the, you know, eating... You know, i I seen some of the worst contracts in my life, like... Mm. And, and but they
2: try to get you to sign?
4: Yeah, yeah. I had one. The first woozy contract was uh, between J. Cole's manager. I don't know if he still manages them now or not, but it was... Their name was Julius Garcia and uh, Mike B. Okay. And they had a contract for me from um, Sony. Mm-hmm. And it was just all types of trash. Like, yeah. I couldn't... You know, the money wasn't going to be there. Um... I, they had like power of attorney so they could sign whatever i'm like i'm 13. Well, no no this was at that time that was probably like 15 14 mm-hmm. but they wanted the contract said they got power of attorney so they yeah. could sign and do whatever And um you know but i didn't really understand the contract that was just something my grandmother was uh you know kind of looking at mm-hmm. and uh, she was worried about that but i personally feel like now looking back i know it was a it might have been a shitty contract, but I think I think it would have at least been a step into it, and then been able to once it was all said and done and over with. Now I got the now the brand is getting bigger. I can move forward with yeah, that yeah. and just kind of go off that.
3: Was this something that like you had a lawyer look at too, or was your grandma just like, nah, this? No, nah, we had a lawyer too. Okay. We had a we had a lawyer who lived out in L.A. Okay. Um, so, yeah.
2: so you would have rather like been in a bad contract
4: that's the thing I don't know what necessarily the circumstances of it was because I feel like we could have changed it it could have been negotiated if we would have negotiated it rather than just saying oh it's a bad contract we're not going to do nothing with these guys I felt like we could have got with our lawyer negotiated it took out what we wanted to and come come to some type of agreement Mm -hmm.
2: I mean everything
4: can be negotiated yeah for sure and I just felt like that would have been a good good step at least um, because that was it was an opportunity Mm -hmm. um that we had to pass up on So, okay.
2: so would you ever sign a deal now?
4: If it's the, if it makes sense, mm-hmm. for sure. If it makes sense, um, I mean, I think it just depends on where where we at in the career. Um, right now, things is things is growing and going crazy with like the whole mouth worldwide and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's where
2: I wanted to go. <laughs> I wanted to ask, how did you like get connected to Big James?
4: Um, so. Um, turn, well not uh, Trig. I was going <laughs> to call him by his, his other nickname but no. Trig. Yeah. Um that's been my dog since middle school mm-hmm. you know uh, Daniel from Franklin so mm-hmm. he um, he connected us with like Zach Ransom and uh, Big James and Molly okay. uh, but it was all mutual through him I always knew about Big James and uh, Zach Zach because people always confused like our names and was getting yeah. us mixed up <laughs> so were
3: y'all like were you already Zach Fresh and he was already Zach So Fresh? Mm-hmm. And it, that's it funny. All the same oh, that's time. hilarious.
4: Yeah, that's funny. It's all at the same time. And then, but we always knew of each other. We'll see each other at the mall and, and it'd be love. We'll link up. Uh, me and Zach ended up going to high school together senior year. And then that's how me and Big James ended up just kicking in. Okay. We started TGIF originally, mm-hmm. but then we ended up changing it all to for a while. So. Okay.
3: That was a smooth transition, no too. like between <laughs> you know, the TGIF and my four Y for sure. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. I feel like I remember TGIF.
3: Mm-hmm. That was that was like when, when I was in the
4: beginning of it, like in the beginning of all all of us linking up, and uh, my four Y just kind of just made more sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people was gravitating towards it. And, I'm a team player, so I'm on board with whatever. You know, <laughs> as long as it makes sense and we can make this work, I'm, I'm with it for sure.
2: What is like the? Al- I'm gonna stop cutting. <laughs> but this is my last question. What is like the ultimate goal for Mouth?
4: Mm, we just we just trying to get out. I don't know. We just trying to really put out as much content as we can, from clothes to music, and hopefully grow into uh, to something bigger, um, bigger than what we are. Um, Jamal's really been taking the initiative. On all of that, getting us, uh, kind of helping us get booked with shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we get we get a lot of merch. We able so we're able to be like ambassadors or the face for mouth. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it, it's it, it's it's really hard to say what the goal is because we don't really have a limit that mm-hmm. we're trying to reach. We're just trying to level up every every moment that we can yeah. until until it's all dried out, right? yeah. You know, that's just... that's Because the music, I don't... For me, I don't think the music industry is going to be a forever thing. So, mm-hmm. if we can just keep going up until we can't no more, then that's cool.
3: Yeah. I think it's... Um, well, you know, by the name, I'm assuming that y'all do want to take it worldwide. And, like, I'm mm-hmm. seeing that. Like, y'all got people out in Turkey wearing y'all's merch. Mm-hmm. So, that's super dope. Like, Zach yeah. Sofresh is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, So, he's got people like all over the world getting hit to the mouth
4: sound it's um, definitely expanding yeah. I mean and it's crazy now like we we literally like we'll be out and somebody will walk up to us and say oh mouth worldwide," or like mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. and, you know and, it, and it, it'd be low-key mind-blowing mm-hmm. and just cool to see like okay we're doing something right to for people to feel like you know they come up and want to you know, wanna buy something on a spot or or yeah, I heard you guys are performing or I heard the yeah. music and you know, things like that. So yeah. I
2: think it's cool that it's not just seen as like a music label or mm-hmm. like a fashion line, like it's like a brand mm-hmm. that covers all these different areas. Yeah. I like that.
3: It's like you got your hand in multiple pots. Yeah. So Speaking of uh, people see us and they want to, you know, buy merch. I'm still waiting on my ACDC mouth shirt, oh, <laughs> Jamal. <that one>. Keep, <laughs> Jamal, I've been asking about this since Marquita's birthday, bro. This is this is uh, early May, <laughs> um, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, Jamal, you listening? Whenever you uh, whenever you get that large in, I need that buddy. He's supposed to be um, coming here too, right? Yeah, we'll get him with um, probably either Big James or Sean. Eventually, sure gonna have
2: the on the show. for sure <laughs>
3: shout out to my bands bro jamal um but yeah like speaking of the contract like i think it's it's interesting to note like you was a, a 14 15 year old kid like with that place in front of you so it makes me wonder like how many other kids was your age or like even younger like that was uh met with like a really crappy deal and it's like oh you know what i don't care like i want the fame like i'm about to be on tv mm-hmm. they don't think about the the long term like the fact that they only getting like maximum 15 cents on the dollar, or, Mm -hmm. like, they got to pay for distribution, they got to pay for publishing, like, all the extra um, expenses that come into play, like, they don't know about it. Mm -hmm. So I still think it's kind of cool that you were, like, thinking you would, you would, like, look to renegotiate or look to revisit a contract, especially, like, in this day and age, because, like, we got, like, multiple outlets, like, we can, like, speaking of Soulja Boy, he, like, he transcended Mm -hmm. transcended YouTube for marketing. So Mm -hmm. it's, like, we got all this outlets. And then I hear people like Master P saying don't sign. Like, you got people like Lupe saying don't sign. It's like we got way too much power. So I think it's just interesting to note, like, Mm -hmm. people still think that that can, like, not necessarily, like, elevate their brand, but, like, market it.
4: It's it's definitely bittersweet. You know, Mm -hmm. you definitely got to give and take with it. But I think it just all depends on your circumstances at that moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, where's your, you know, how big is your music? Is your brain big enough to where you can do it by yourself and you don't need a label? or? Mm You know, is it to a point to where labels can can invest in you and take your brand to a next level? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't I don't see nothing wrong with the contract. Like I said, I just think it's just about how you negotiate it. Yeah. You know, what's your give and take on it?
3: Don't just accept whatever. Yeah, it just don't.
4: Definitely don't ever ever. That was like the first thing my lawyer told me. He said don't ever accept the first contract. Okay. Never accept the first one.
3: That makes sense too. And um, you
4: know, but it's. Um, <laughs> it happens to me all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah i think it's bittersweet just a give and take type thing you know contrast can be good contrast can be bad mm-hmm. i think it just all depends on the person
2: what were you doing at 13 to even like have that as an option like were you doing shows and
4: mm-hmm. we was doing uh i mean it was, i give credit all to the soldier boy situation we were able to tour together. I was able to go to Indianapolis, Atlanta. I mean, really like even before that. Oh, even before that? Yeah. Well, my cousin my cousin was the one who was managing me then. Okay. So he was the one that like set everything up, got everything set up, all the money that we made. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so were you like doing shows
4: here? We did shows here, but I think that was around the time when, the, like the Columbus music scene then is nowhere mm-hmm. near what it is today. Mm-hmm. So that was around the time where, um, People weren't really. You were kind of really stuck on a certain sound or a certain group or, or somebody like that. So it wasn't. It definitely wasn't too much love here. Mm-hmm. Too much love here then. But um, I was doing a lot of shows outside of Columbus. Um, I mean, nobody didn't really want to book us here, so we you know we couldn't be mad at that. Mm-hmm. If They gonna book us out of town. We might as well.
2: So it's probably really interesting for you to kind of see like how much the music scene has changed here. Mm-hmm. Like because you were around for. Since the beginning. Right, since the beginning. Now you see, see, like, kind of just how much has changed. changed. So you're like, for real, (laughs) OG.
3: It is. Like, I noticed that transition, too. Like, I'm seeing a lot more people getting behind each other and, like, backing each other. I actually have a question that I want to ask you about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's a lot more support that I'm seeing, like, not just from people who aren't a part of the, like, the music industry, but people who are also in it. Like, it doesn't seem like there's, like, no Mm -hmm. hate. uh, I'm gonna get into that in a minute, uh, <laughs> but like in terms of like your overall sound, like what are some of the inspirations or influences for that? Man, it's crazy. That it's crazy just 'cause I got so many different sounds from hiatus to
4: trap, John Legend, to Freshie mode. and I'm trying to figure out how to blend all that together and really put it all out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, influences, I it's I get influenced from everywhere. I mean, my grandparents they used to play the Temptations and. You know, all that. So we used to listen to that. That was an influence. mm mm-hmm. um, I mean, Kanye always been an influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she paid <ain't> to <telling> me. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, just, just music in general. Uh, you know, if I like it, it uh, it definitely empowers me to try to take my sound to the next level, yeah. however, in any way that
3: I can. hmm Yeah. And its um try to go back to what you were talking about, because you mentioned Kanye— I was going Do we have to do Um, that, really? There was um, Like in one of my favorite Kanye interviews Like he said something about Like the difference between uh, It was a 2013 Zalo interview It was like the difference between music And like the fashion industry It was like um, Like people always need clothes Like it was something you said About the mouth worldwide Like you didn't just want to be a music brand Like it's not something that we Think is going to be here forever But like the brand itself Will continue to grow and blossom And he was saying like if somebody's walking down the street and they ain't got no shoes on like you're gonna assume like yo is everything cool at home like is everything alright with the family like what's going on it's illegal to not wear clothes it's not illegal to not listen to music like if you don't have headphones on and they're just gonna be like oh what's up like how's it going but if like you don't have clothes on like it's gonna alarm some people um, but yeah I definitely do like I agree like you know when you are listening to um like, even as a kid, like, you, you probably still have songs that your grandparents played mm-hmm. that, like, still resonate today. It's like you still want to find that sound, or you probably even told Sean, like, yo, we got to flip this sample one day. Um, so it's interesting to know, like, even as a youngin', like, the um, like inspirations can still carry over to, like, something you would use today.
4: Even, like, Somali music that I, like, influenced me. I, you don't really hear too much of that in my music now, because mm. I'm actually trying to figure out a way to incorporate, uh, incorporate that into my music. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, I grew up on that, listening to that in, my, in the car with my dad all the time. So if I can just take those roots and apply it, like I try to speak the language a little bit and like the music, mm-hmm. yeah, start it all kind of, kind of bring it in kind of slow. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's. I mean, that's that's kind of. Uh, I want to say that's how Drake did it with like the patois Caribbean vibe too. Like he didn't come in like hard with it. It was like. Let me prep people for it, and then we can start, like, Easy. putting hints of it in the music, and eventually, like, I'm going to give you a whole Somali sound. So, Easy. yeah, um, I, think that, I think that'd be dope, bro. I mean, um, did you have a question? No, I would to cut it out, am keeping already. rolling. Right. <laughs> um, so, like, when you were in the process, like, when you were writing for Freshy Mode, when you were in the process of recording, like, what were some sounds that you were playing, like, I know how some artists will have a playlist of songs that, like, influenced the, that particular mm. project. Like, what were some some songs you were listening to during that time that kind of mm. added to the vibe or anything like that? I can't,
4: I can't really recall. I'm bad with, like, keeping up with music. I know I'm a rapper and I should be keeping up mm. with it, but, like, I'm the worst with it. Like, I'll probably play a tape for a year straight before I go to something new I yeah. don't that's,
3: that's bad yeah that's not bad at all yeah. <laughs> so
4: I, I don't know I can't really remember what I was listening to around probably I know I was listening to Key Glock heavy okay um, Key Glock um, I can't can't even think I know he was on rotation heavy mm-hmm. um, Trippy was definitely a rotation heavy okay for sure, when I was when I was just listening to music Um, but none I don't think none of it necessarily influenced the sound because I didn't I didn't write none of the tape I just kind of went in and deleted mm-hmm back okay you, were, you, were, you went straight in and it worked off rip mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I don't know i don't i don't think the music really influenced it too much it was just i was able to go into this um with a free mindset i didn't really have to uh structure it too much because it just kind of poured out there was a there was a video i watched i can't remember what it was called but it was another artist and he said um when you're when you're creating something, it's uh, kind of like having a baby. Mm. You can't push a baby out and be like, "Oh, this isn't what I wanted." Let me like, yeah, yeah. put it back, you know. So when you when you putting out that creativity and making songs, you gotta stick with it from jump. Like uh-huh. you can't just
2: that's some pretty that solid is. advice. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You <laughs> can't just you know you gotta be confident in what you what you're creating, and it'll it'll show in the work
1: because
4: mm-hmm. you can't take it back. That's something that's obviously coming from your mind and heart. Yeah, you know whether other people don't like it or not. Yeah, that's about every really point. Stay do you have
2: like a, not a ritual, but like a, like things that you do, like maybe before like you go to the studio or like when you're writing, like when writing, you have that question? No. Oh, <laughs> like writing <laughs> sessions or something like that um, helps you with that creativity?
4: We try to, we try to have like a re- recording session at least once a week. So we try to all link up, make sure we cook up. We might just do one song, or we might not even record anything. Sean might just make the beat, mm-hmm. but um, just coming in there and all of us being in that room, forming that energy, mm-hmm. it just it makes the process that much easier. Mm-hmm. And we're all learning; like we're all learning the sonics of this music and really trying to put put a, a sound together. And like uh, we're working on Forever Go too now. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mean, it, and, it, and it's like lately, every almost every song that we've made have been have had hit potential. Yeah. As compared to maybe last year, every other song, or every couple of songs was like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, this ain't really. Like I got over two thousand sessions on my laptop that's probably not getting released.
3: Mm-hmm. So you gotta <laughs> take <up> with that. <laughs> I'm gonna call you out on that. You can't be like, oh, in one session, in one one part of the speech. Uh, once you put something out, you gotta just appreciate it. But it's gotta. not for
2: everybody. That
4: is, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I want mean, the music. That's what I, <laughs> I'm selfish. That's religious. all. I'm, <laughs> it's been for that for that reason. With that, it's just because of the growth. Like mm-hmm. me and Big James got like two, three tapes just sitting that we started recording in 2000. Mm-hmm. But it was just like Big James was obviously growing from who he was then. I was growing from, yeah. from who I was. So before we had the opportunity to really release it it was, we made, we made this batch of songs and it's like, oh, these are way better than this last set. Yeah. And then, you know, now we, cause we record, like we all got our own studio set up, so we record every, almost every day, every okay. other day. Something. Yeah. So it, it, it'd be kind of hard to keep up with a uh, 2000. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Upload all that to SoundCloud and uh, Apple Music, whatever. Um, so some of them we had to sacrifice. Now they're good songs. Now what we're trying to do with those actually is Mouth World Why is a, uh, we have a SoundCloud page now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start uploading all our throwaways on there. Okay. So like Jamal will play some of the old records that we know we're not putting out or putting on a project. And if we like, okay, it's, it's, it's good enough to put out, he'll put it on the Mouth Worldwide page. Okay. So, it'll be, so we're going to put some of
3: them on there. Okay. Yeah, I need them. That's, all, that's all <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> so they're not, they're <laughs> not all going to be away. Okay. <laughs> we're going to release some of them. So, like, I know you said you were going. Like, you talked a little bit about the sound that you were going for on this upcoming project. Like, what was your mindset going into the album? Um.
4: So it was since we made progress this year. It was kind of a a rough year, a rough rough year, six months to a year for us dealing with the relationships of other people. Like, it was crazy. Like, Rosto, I really made that because that's how we was feeling when I made that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, I mean, the same thing, like, you know, people was just, a lot of people was just expecting us to act a certain way or treat them a certain way when we don't really know you guys from, <laughs> kind of pain. exactly. Yeah. so like, it was, it would just get frustrating.
3: Mm-hmm. And, um, like people would think y'all was acting funny or something? Or?
4: Not necessarily think we were acting funny, but it would just, it would, people would just come to us with some of the most fried ideas, like. And 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 it could not be fried, you know, for them, but for, you know, it just didn't make sense for us. Yeah. And we would, you know, tell them that and people would get get mad about it and mad at us for it, not just because it didn't make sense for us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people just kind of looked at us. I mean, we have people, we, we hear like people talking trash about us, but we try to approach it a certain way. We don't, you know, we don't like to stir up conflict because we, we're confident in where we're going to go and yeah. what we're going to do. Exactly. We're not, we're not really worried about what... How, you know people really really feel about it because you know we know where we're going, mm-hmm. um, but I felt like the music was the time for me to really say what I felt and really get it off my chest yeah, yeah. and you know without having a stereo conflict. that's
3: so, a classy
2: way to do it you can
3: hear it in the music though, like the passion behind it, like especially speaking specifically to Rasto. it's like mm-hmm. um it makes more sense now that you say you didn't write any of it because it's like it's, it's it has that organic feel to it mm-hmm. like it's just like it feel like it came straight from the heart. And, um, like, these niggas wasn't there when you got arrested, bro. Period. bro. These niggas wasn't here. Period, bro. That um, is so funny. He don't owe y'all anything. Mouth don't owe y'all anything, man. Like if y'all going to appreciate and support the brand and do that, do but like that.
1: Don't if y'all going to come with
3: else. yeah, like don't expect anything else. Like nobody nobody just deserves a handout. Like they work hard for everything they got too. This so, man
2: been working since he was 13. Yeah. Yeah. Really so. since
3: he was I got <laughs> man, if I call Nate Simpson right now, bro. Yo. <laughs> he, he was actually at
4: my house like like a couple weeks ago and he was um he played one of the records we did on the phone. Uh-huh. Yeah that, I, I, I was probably like nine or ten. So, you've
2: been working since you were nine.
4: That was the first record I ever recorded in my life, but I recorded that when on you the were phone. nine years old. Yeah. I still remember when the bars from it. Beat. I was probably like nine or ten.
3: When I don't, I don't know if it was that one, but it was one of them songs. that was like, I cut your head off and have it hanging from my neck. That like, was a verse that I wrote. Okay, that was like, one of the first raps that I wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we were in elementary school at oh, that time. Oh,
4: that was when my rap name was Fat Zack.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: oh my gosh so yeah this man been working since he was nine and it's not and then it's like we
4: show love to everybody like in any way that we can Mm -hmm. you know what I mean we're not we're not like hard to work with or anything like that like we try to show love in any way we can but still we still got personal lives to to really take care of you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. some people forget that I don't know. It's it's really hard to explain. Like it's a newfound experience for me, just because even with the so even in the Soldier Boy days, I mean, people was always coming up to him and things like that and Mm -hmm. saying stuff. Mm -hmm. But then it's like now, the way things are progressing, and you know, uh, we'll be out and somebody, you know, like I said, somebody say, "Oh, this mouth worldwide," didn't know that was you guys, or like we were at the uh, Pelican Room and like two three girls came up and showed us. Like hey, th- this is you guys. Like I have this song right here. I'm <laughs> like, oh, oh. like oh, all right, good luck. Good yeah, good
3: luck. how does that feel like when that happens? It makes it, it makes it worth
4: doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It, it definitely does make it uh, make it worth the while. Just because it, it's not like we're doing it for no reason. People yeah. are actually listening, paying attention. Um. It feels good for real. Yeah. Like, we talk, like, me and Big James, Ken, Jamal, we call each other literally every, almost every morning. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, say, like, man, it's going crazy. Oh. Like we'll say that, like, three times in the conversation. Uh. And, you know, and, um, but it's, it's, it's a lot more. Probably. We, we definitely doing calculated steps and moving a certain way. That's mm-hmm. why we're saying we don't really respond to, to any of the negativity because we try to put the positive energy out and be as positive as we can. hmm um, there's no point in us responding to the,
2: you guys take the Beyonce route. Yeah, basically. for sure. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> the, the high road. Thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, we we just, <laughs> just
4: chilling. We trying, we just trying, we, we trying to make it happen just like everybody else. So.
3: With those weekly, I know you said y'all try to get together at least, uh, once a week for the like big studio session. Like who, who are usually involved in these sessions?
4: Sean, Sean's always there. Big James will pull up, uh, Maul will pull up, can't be there. Um, It'll either be at my crib. It could be at Sean's house. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we'll have, like, uh, other, like, just different people around that don't even do music It's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, you know, it'll be, it'll be a nice group sometime. Okay. Like I said, sometimes we'll make records. Sometimes, we, we'll, you know, we won't. We'll probably – we made records before we go out, mm-hmm. like, pregame and record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That'd be fun. So, but it's usually a lot of people in the session. If not, mainly me, Big James, Sean, and Kent, and Jamal. Okay. Other than that, we have some big sessions.
3: You ever have Kyle in there?
4: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Kyle. I feel like I wouldn't get nothing done with him. (laughs) He played too much, bro. When we recorded recorded Dayhouse, he'll be there in the mix and all that. Um, But I I appreciate his opinions because he – he's like he's like he'd be passionate about it too Yeah. Like, he'd be like like he's how you feel about Rasta mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. Like, that video <laughs> from Mouth Mac.
2: and I feel like that's fun too to have like people who aren't necessarily like artists mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the room just because it's like that's a different mm-hmm. perspective of for like, sure yeah
3: I want him to have like a cut at the end of one of y'all songs where he just talking cash <laughs> like bro, just the whole time. Like I feel like he'd be good for a rant like AK-47. that. Yeah, like just nap that's real quick. Yeah. <laughs> just go and talk in talking little like the little end of little B songs. Like that's how I want oh, cash okay. to come. I don't know if you guys
4: see he's doing like a him and Jamar are doing like a little talk video thing for Fly
3: Yeah, Yeah, word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I saw the first episode.
2: Word of mouth that's sweet too.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um In terms of Fresh Mode, like, what's your favorite track from the album? And I keep saying the album because I want it to be stuck in y'all's head, so when y'all see it, like, (laughs) y'all download it, y'all retweet it, everything. Um, What's your favorite track from the project and why? Um, Rosto,
4: um, and probably Good, like, We Good. Treated um, like a layup, man. You feel me? That was, <laughs> not, I felt like my my the, the choice of words that I chose on that record was was like sweet, matched and everything. Yeah. So, between that and Rostow, um man, it's really hard to say because every record is yeah. It's like for a different purpose. It mm-hmm. seems like yeah. Because we good was another message that you know that I was that I was saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we good over here. Yeah, we not we not worried. Um, I don't think I told you this, but Rosto is inspired by Milk.
3: I figured because you uh, yeah. name dropped him a couple times yeah. on there. Yeah, so, so
4: me and him literally had a conversation that, that same conversation uh-huh. when we was uh, when I did the same day I recorded it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What exactly is Rosto? <laughs> <laughs> so we was in the shop and he was cutting and. I forget. I, don't, I can't remember how he, we got on the topic, and he just he just pulled his uh, his, his uh, Glock out. Okay, that's what I, I figured it was. That he <laughs> was like he was like he was like yeah he was like yeah I got the Rostov right here <laughs> or something like that. And, uh, I forget what we, what we was even talking about, but um, we was just in the shop. and He just pulled it out. I don't know. <laughs> and, and, um, Shout out to the greatest barber in the city.
2: the vegan
4: ever. Shout out Milk. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the whole thing. And then, like, even, like, the uh, acting like some hoes part, that's his favorite line. He will say that for everything. Uh-huh. Everything. And um, so I just kind of, me, that was just based off a conversation me and him had that day.
2: Okay. So, wait, Rasta was inspired by him?
4: Rosto was, like, the record was inspired, like, Parts of it was inspired by him, not not
2: necessarily. Did he know that when we were out the uh, what was it? Mouth, mouth mag? mag, yeah, he knew he that. Knew that. Yeah. He was, I would say he was so so tired. <laughs> <laughs> he was.
3: Probably like two or three weeks before that, mouth mag, I had a, uh, I got my hair cut by him, and he was playing some tracks oh, off of okay. the project. So that's when I was like, bro, like, where, where, <laughs> what is this on? Like I ain't never heard <laughs> this before. He's like, it's off the new joint. That's when our DMG was like, bro, I need it, mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> ASAP. Um, because he had already, like, played. I think you only sent him, like, two tracks. It was, like, Rosto and... Costco. Yeah, Costco. That's what it was. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, that was the ones you sent me first, uh, too. Like, one of the first emails. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, it was... Them is definitely my favorite jokes of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like It's just the energy behind it, it was I watched it that was. video every trip. I mean, every, everybody was
2: turned. Yeah, yeah. But, Loco was super turned. <laughs> <prepared.
3: laughs> <laughs> 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 That's just so
4: hard, bro, to me.
2: Was he the one responsible for them running it back?
4: Nah. No. No? Uh, Somebody in the crowd said
2: it. I remember hearing it, though.
3: Somebody in the crowd
4: said that. That was crazy. Yeah. I just looked. Because, like I said, I heard it. Then I looked at Ash Annie. And then the DJ, like <laughs> the DJ back there, uh, Mike Dow, he was... Dapping me up And he was like Bro you gotta do that again bro. <laughs> You gotta do that again and I was like Alright And yeah. then even I wasn't And then Costco was the last record I did that night And I wasn't even Gonna do that one Okay I was, I was getting ready To wrap up And then he was like Yo you got one more song Bro can you do it <laughs> Who and was the DJ Mike Dow Mike Dow yeah.
3: So I, it was I was cool Yeah it was raw bro and it's like everybody in the building I feel like it was their first time here and they mm-hmm. all was just like everybody i need it like what is this so that was it was a good experience i'm glad i was there for that man yeah, i definitely enjoyed that um with this project did you hit any roadblocks if so how did you overcome them um
4: i think the biggest roadblock right now even with recently and that's why i was lucky, skeptical on the june 30th drop just my grandfather had just passed recently so like i'm trying to get back in the mindset of of, of back to the plans that I had like I I was I should have had the promo video ready by now ready to Mm drop we the flyer for the listening party but that kind of set me back a little bit um, dealing with that but um, I mean
3: as of right now everything's still sticking to schedule but I'm so uh, sorry yeah I'm sorry to hear about that it was crazy too cause like you was you came to the barbershop like two hours after and I'm like wow like this dude is strong I'll be at the crib like (laughs) By myself, trying to, you know what I'm saying. But, okay. I mean, and that's why I said, "Milk, Milk." That's my, that's, you know, that's really
4: like my brother too. He went to Franklin with us too.
2: Did he, Malcolm?
4: Mm-hmm. I think Malcolm he was there brother. like, uh, I think he was there, sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade. So I know you would have been like seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah, so,
2: Are you like, got to tell everybody? <laughs> <Malcolm>? <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I was in 12, she was in six.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, it's vice versa, really. We was in six, she was in twelve. But. Wow. But yeah, oh. That's that
4: was, that's my dog. That's why I, that guy came went up to there. Brooklyn.
2: That's crazy.
4: Um, me and him chop it up about like everything, like like milk, and or Big James. Mm-hmm. Uh, Udi. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> Big James. i forgot that was his name. Like it's you know, it was really my, my dog that you know, I try to talk to and, and whenever something like that come up mm-hmm. you know but uh, yeah my dog man and like I said man you was you my dog was, yeah, you yeah. was chopping it up with me right before I yeah for there. sure yeah. it was like yeah bro keep your head up bro
3: at that fly nine yeah, yeah. <laughs> cause I was sick when you told me cause you would miss the show at um wild goose I think it might have been yeah
4: I know that's the reason I wasn't
3: on Forever Go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's why we're doing this second one now. Yeah. i to that one. Big James, like, he was, like, he was performing, but you could tell he wasn't himself. And he was, like, I think he was salty about what happened. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, the fact that you still perform, like, that's dope. But because he was telling us, like, yeah, exactly.
4: I have everything we'd be trying to tell, like, certain people that, um, like, how I was saying the roster was for certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you know, it, I was saying that we got a personal life, too. Like, yeah. like we really dealing with some dealing with some bullshit yeah. behind the scenes and like you know i know i go out i know for me and all i know uh, the homies too we go out and we try to have fun and smile and, and and you know make sure we have a good time so everybody else is but like after that man it's said it, it, we really it really be some bullshit in the background but yeah. we we like i said we we got calculated steps and we're gonna overcome it you know this year was this year was a blessing alone for us to being on that Breakaway Fest was one of the goals that we had set years ago when we was when it was TGIF,
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, and now not only we got booked for that, we, we were able to do the Summer Six One Four Fest with a uh, here at the Commons. Mm-hmm. We was able to get booked for a couple other fests for the year, so it, it it's definitely has some good and bad, but the music definitely helps keep us sane. Mm-hmm. minus all the bullshit
3: so it's like kind of a sanctuary for you like it's my place to really like mm-hmm. a safe space I can go in and like unleash yeah. and yeah.
4: yeah we know you know what I mean we know we, we know this is what we good at we know this you know we ain't never really had nobody tell us like oh they you know I don't like their music or I don't like them mm-hmm. you know it's really not, not much I say this humbly you know, there's <laughs> yeah. really not mm-hmm. much to not like about us even personality wise yeah. like We'll, you know we'll get we'll help in whatever way we can
3: yeah for sure you
4: know um, but yeah I can't remember my
2: uh,
3: I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we were just talking about like the roadblocks. So you were saying, oh, that yeah, yeah. The um,
4: yeah, that was that. was my grandpa was a roadblock. Of a re- that's kind of more recent. Um, I, other than that, I don't think. Like I said, I think this was the easiest project I, I put together. So I don't think there was really any roadblocks. Other roadblocks, other than that, mm-hmm. um, this was. I put this together fairly easy, Sean cooked up a lot of the joints. Like, Trap John Legend and Hiatus was there was probably like, five or six additional songs that just didn't make the project. Yeah. You
2: These songs, saying that, he gonna keep, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't ask you for them. <laughs> <him. laughs> you, hey, you get em. I need em, bro. <laughs> uh,
4: but the ones that I sent you, those are all like, first take. like, like it's probably two or two or three other songs that's not making the tape. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like I said, this was the fastest, easiest tape I made. Okay. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely appreciated it, man. Um, I've been spinning it since you sent it to me, so <laughs> definitely uh, can't wait to hear the full finish, because I know with, like, um, like, on a couple of them, you got, like, some space, like, mm-hmm. for an extra verse, it seemed like, so mm-hmm. I can't but wait to hear We did that from. on purpose, though. Oh, okay. So
4: some of the songs, I mean, some of them I added a second verse to, some of them we kept just one verse, just had mm-hmm. that replay value. Okay. Um, Rasta was originally going to be just uh, the one, which it is, but Sean ran it back. Okay. But the whole idea or theory behind that was, because every time somebody I would play that for somebody, they was and it would just be so short and they would be messing with <laughs> it. Like, Hold on, bro, you gotta run that back. You gotta play back. Uh-huh. So it was just that replay value that I figured. You know, people gonna start that over anyway. Mm-hmm. The song so short, but it's going so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It would like come in going hard too. So, but um. so that was just a strategy, Udi uh, or Big James. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if y'all hear me say Udi? Udi is Big James. Big, but Big James, he did, this, he did the same thing on uh, NASA Go too. Mm-hmm. He has a couple one verse and hook joints. Yeah. Um, man, but I will say this, Big James is really the the foundation for where we at right now. Because mm-hmm. even cause, um, after the Sahi high joint I took that long break. I wasn't putting music out. I wasn't really doing much of nothing. Everybody that I had worked with prior to that kind of Went they separate ways, and I was just kind of by myself trying to figure it out. Yeah. And then, you know, me and Big James linked up, and, and uh, he really started teaching himself and studying the game. And um, even though I have been doing it a while, he definitely taught me a lot uh, about how to how to approach uh, this approach this and really release music. So yeah, he really the foundation for for all of us, and I'm sure Big James or not not Big James, but uh, Molly and Kenton, everybody could say the same thing. Yeah he keep it real level-headed and you know any any time it's a you know we kind of look at big james like what you trying to do bro mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know we with whatever
3: uh, you know? kind of like the x factor yeah, yeah. it's kind of yeah so, it's it's cool to see like how y'all all have that chemistry together and how y'all continue to grow and blossom together because like, i know you were talking about your recent project like um I'm not going to lie, like, when you dropped tra- John Legend, I was thinking, like, it's just, like, a, a play on words. I didn't know you was really coming in, like, with the R&B feel, like, with the singing. So it was good for me to see, like, you stepped out of your comfort zone and was experimenting a little. So mm-hmm. don't shy away from that, I will say. Mm-hmm. And, like, the same to him. Like, y'all both got the potential to, like, make any sound sound good. Mm-hmm. So um, just, like, if you want to throw in some train whistles, like, y'all can do that. Like, I yeah. mean, because, like, y'all... Y'all got the potential to make it sound
4: good. Um i was just saying, like we learning the son, like we're finally learning and understanding the, the sonics of of the, of the sound, like just mm-hmm. how to really put it together, what what blends well, what doesn't. Like mm-hmm. you know, uh, on um, Babylon, on Big James' project months mm-hmm. ago, too. Uh, we Jamie had her her uh, she wrote or uh, read her poem at the end it was birds behind there Yeah, you know what I mean yeah. like that was, that was it was like actual birds actual, too, like, actual birds yeah. like you know what I mean and it was just that that's stuff you can't plan
3: Yeah, you know what I mean sure. the sound
4: was I don't know it just sounded crazy You just added a whole different
3: element mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah it's definitely
2: I had a question but I forgot
3: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what are your uh, like do you have advice for like, any up and coming mm-hmm. artists Stay consistent, keep uh, keep going.
4: Um, it may not in the beginning; it may not look like it's gonna go anywhere. But the the more you stay consistent, the more you'll you'll start seeing results. Because mm-hmm. that's all it's about. Like I I got homies that's, that's trying to rap now that we we helping kind of uh, show how to how we move with it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just staying consistent, dropping content. Because even if you look at our numbers from when Big James dropped. Uh, Smash, mm-hmm. smash, and then live from NASA, uh, and then NASA go like you just see the growth in numbers from all of that. Like we was mm-hmm. we was looking at it yesterday, and it's not like a crazy jump, but you can see every time we drop a project, it the numbers get a little higher. Yeah, mm-hmm. So you know, it just it just um, just staying consistent for real. Because mm-hmm. like I said, there was a point in time when Big James uh, was rapping. There was a point in time where you know y'all had been doing it for a while, but I was getting overlooked. You know, I wasn't. People mm-hmm. weren't really wasn't really checking for me at the time so what do you do
2: in those moments when you feel that like when you feel like i'm making this great music and Mm -hmm. i'm just being overlooked
4: because
2: i feel like that's something like no matter what Mm -hmm. field you're in that's something that people can relate to it's
4: just a matter of just playing you know playing your role whatever your role is at that moment If, if if you're not like at that time i wasn't a lot of people weren't really checking for for me at that time but they were checking for big james so right now, at that moment, Big James is the, that this is who we needed, this is who was going to get us through that door right now, mm-hmm. until people start checking, now it's all of us, Yeah, you know what I mean, now we all hold a face card value, mm-hmm. um, just because it started with Big James, you know, and just gradually, gradually grew from there, Yeah, but it's just, I think it's just all about playing, just knowing, knowing when it's your turn, yeah, and for just sure. having that, being humble enough to do that, because I know it can be hard to see somebody else get, get more shine, but... Yeah. You know, it's it's not a race; it's a marathon. It's not about who's gonna get there first; it's who's gonna be here the longest to mm-hmm.
3: to really, you know, to really make an imprint in this. Yeah, and I think a lot of times a lot of people they want that that huge success or like that big outreach immediately, and that doesn't always happen. And when it doesn't happen, it's like you know, what am I doing this for? Like I might as well quit. But yeah. like like you said, that consistency piece like people eventually going to get onto people it.
0: People eventually going to catch on. Yeah,
3: and I think like a lot of times like, the people who do have that hard time, it's because they're not making music. Like, from the heart or for, or for themselves, like, they're making music for that impact. And, like, and if you're doing it for anybody other than yourself, like, you already mm-hmm. done it wrong. Did you
2: ever feel like you were doing that?
3: What?
2: Like, what? making music just for the impact and, like, not for yourself.
3: Um,
4: it's, I guess I guess I could say a little bit of both because I always, music was always a filler for me just because I lost, I lost my mom when I was younger, so it was always a... I always appreciated the love that I got from being a musician. Like, like I said, I've never had nobody say, you know, I was whack at what I do or, or anything like that. So mm-hmm. just the love that I got from that just gave me the job to want to do it even more. Um, like I said, I guess it could go both ways, honestly. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so then earlier I was mentioning the support thing and I said, I will come back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, So I saw a tweet that Malcolm posted. Shout out to Malcolm this whole episode. shout out to Malcolm.
2: Shout out (laughs)
3: to Malcolm. (laughs) (laughs) He posted like he didn't really see that there was like a competition scene. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like there's everybody's kind of like supportive. Everybody is like pushing each other. Everybody's in each other's corner. So like what's your take on that? Like do you see – you're in. You're obviously in the industry, so like you see it from a different angle than what we would. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel that there is that, um, like, there is room for competition, or is it like everybody just kind of on the same team? I think. Shout out to Malcolm. <laughs> I think the narrative, not that
4: it's, not that it's a bad idea to have some competition, but I think the timing of it is maybe maybe if we because we're we're columbus is newly found supporting each other Mm -hmm. so this is a new thing and people are trying to uh people are finally getting on board with that Mm -hmm. so maybe maybe later down the line i think competition will be good once we're all actually solidified in the industry yeah right now we're columbus isn't a music isn't a music scene and we need each other more than ever that makes sense um Mm -hmm. you know i think competition is always healthy for sure but um I think just how things are going now. Um, I think we just need to keep keep working together like we have been. I don't think I don't think any of the things that's going on would have happened if we weren't supporting each other. You yeah. know what I mean? You guys have the podcast. It, you know, it takes support to to keep that to keep keep guys interested mm-hmm. in for doing sure. that. It takes mm-hmm. support for me to stay interested in the music. It mm-hmm. takes it just takes that support and um you know, I think and we not in competition with nobody. I mm-hmm. just want to put that on the record. Yeah. I wish the best for everybody. Yeah, you for know, sure. That if you good at something, I wish the best. But, I mean, if, if we're in competition with anybody, it's ourselves. we mm-hmm. trying to better ourselves. Yeah. You know, me being in competition with this person or that person ain't really... Mm,
2: it's a distraction. It's, yeah,
4: it's, I think it's, it's, it's a distraction. To, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we we all trying to reach to a successful point. Like I said, if, if we were all solidified in this music industry and everything was... We, we like how Chicago was when Chief came out and we just really getting that national attention, mm-hmm. then I think, you know, the competition and, and, and the, the, the beef might, you know, might help it or, yeah. you know, be be a good part of it. But okay. since we're in a building stage, you know, ain't no reason in knocking it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. they knock it down sense. and it ain't already, we ain't really completed the stages yet, so. That's a
3: good point.
2: Can you hear that, Malcolm? <laughs> 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 That's a really good point. I
3: appreciate that answer, too. Um... All right, so into some more, like, fun, jovial aspect of the podcast. Like, wh- who is your top five dead or alive and why? Top five dead or alive? Man, that's on the spot. <laughs> um,
2: you should have asked him at the beginning and gave him time to think. Um, top
4: five dead or alive. Biggie, for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Is this in a particular order or is this No, nah, just... no, not in
4: no particular order. Okay. Biggie, for sure. I um, I like Tupac, too, but I wasn't as much of a fan of him as I was Biggie. Mm -hmm. Oh, Uh, man. My uh, (laughs) my bad's all the Pac. This is is a Tupac podcast, by the way. (laughs) I I ain't say Tupac was was sweet. (laughs) I messed with Pac, too, but Biggie Uh was just... I don't know. I related to Biggie on uh, some different different, uh, songs that he had released. Um, But him... like I said, Kanye for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, you just oh <laughs> goodness! It like, good. It's over. <laughs> That's the <dog>. It's over. <laughs>
4: um, yay, uh, Hov, um, Drizzy for sure. Thank you. You redeeming yourself. <laughs> <laughs> drizzy for sure. Um, one more. Mm. <laughs> Oh, 50, 50 for sure. Yeah. 50 was the first like first album I bought with yeah. Richard yeah. That's yeah. Funny. Fourth grade, had that playing in the, in uh-huh. the classroom. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite album. Yeah, yeah I guess that's my top five I could think of off top, though.
3: Okay. That's a solid five, though. Yeah, especially. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a solid five off the top. Um, okay. We said ours enough times. I don't think we really.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, yeah. I have to
3: give you. So. <laughs> and then um, if you could listen to one rapper for the rest of your life, who would it be? Or if you could listen to one album for the rest of your life, who would it be? We can't answer this. And yet. your album doesn't necessarily have to be like the rapper you choose. Um,
0: hmm.
4: One album? Maybe y'all should answer this first.
3: That's a, that's a tough <laughs> I'm one.
2: still trying to think of the album that I would. You go. It was your question. You go first.
3: <laughs> <laughs> for me, album.
2: Oh, actually, I know. This always happens. You start to talk, and doing? I know. The album that I would listen to is For Sure Aaliyah One in a Million. Mm-hmm. That's the one album. I Let's say artist. We don't have a show. Okay, rapper. I was going to say, I, yeah. I don't have a rap album. I would. That's the For Sure album. The For Sure rapper or artist? Like. Artists. I feel like. <laughs> Carey. I didn't even think of her. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't even think of her. I was gonna say TLC, but I. Mm. TLC would go crazy. That's a good point. Yeah, would go crazy. But I, Mariah, that makes me feel a little bad. I'm gonna go
3: with TLC. Yeah. For me, project wise, I'm gonna say uh, Wiz and Currency. How fly? Like just because like they got so many different type of cuts on it. And like it's super versatile, um, like it can be applied to all parts of life. And then artists, I'm
2: um, gonna have to say Kanye, bro. Like, oh, I thought you were gonna say currency. no.
3: Um, it might be currency. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's between Kanye, currency, or Kendrick. Um, Early Kendrick or new Kendrick? Just all of it. All Because I get the whole <laughs> rapper. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick. So I get K Dot from C Four days <laughs> to the to the, uh, the to through. the damn days. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. No, I'm going to say currency. Just because be yeah. yeah, I'm going to say currency. Good
2: one. <laughs> yeah. All eyes on you. All right. So,
4: it has to be between 50, Get Richard, Die Trying, or Jeezy Thug Motivation 101. Oh, that's okay. A good. Okay. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> to be between them two. Thug Motivation 101 was like, a, I don't know. It was just a whole. That was like a whole brand in itself. That was like the, the time everybody was just. Obsessed with wearing all black, mm-hmm. yeah. and like I don't know, that was crazy. Yeah, that was like one of the few albums that I could like listen straight through, no skips, and be cool. Mm-hmm. And
2: then your one rapper,
4: one rapper that I could only listen to. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm. Probably Kanye, just because he just because he can, he can take She'll, it. Sure, all right, that's three I strikes wrong, now. <laughs>
2: but I no, you can finish. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll just
4: because just he could do he do like different sounds, mm-hmm. like he can will give you something to chill to. Mm-hmm. You know, he can, he can do. And
2: whatever. then I'll, he'll also tell you that slavery was a choice. But I mean, <laughs> now we ain't I, saying Kanye. I, I, <laughs> yeah, we saying Kanye's but, music. Um, I was going to say, if I did have to pick rappers, since I picked, like, singers, if I did have to pick a rapper, I would pick Drake, mm. which makes me want to go into the Drake and Pusha T thing. Oh, yeah. And mm. kind of just want to know how you felt about it. How did you feel about um, Drake not responding? Like, what were just your thoughts on all of that?
3: Wait, real quick, before we get into that, I'm going to cut you off as a payback. Go ahead. <laughs> Take um, No, it's just a little quick funny, not funny, but, like, a little uh, – Additive to your 50 Get Rich or Die Trying Like it's funny I wasn't allowed to listen To that type of music Back then mm-hmm. Like so I um, I used to go over To Sean and Kyle's house <laughs> Like they would play it for me Or like we'd watch <laughs> The Chappelle show Like all the stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing At home I'd go to the house And do <laughs> But not go ahead That's funny. Um. Oh I forgot what I asked About the Drake and Pushes. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah How'd you feel See we both forget everything
4: <laughs> <laughs> Um I I mean I don't think it was really I don't know Drake not responding I don't really know What he could would really you, say Back to that
2: Would you respond? Would I respond Yeah
4: If I could <laughs> I probably would But if I can't I mean it's really, And it's nothing To really say Cause mm-hmm. I mean I feel like after Push dropped It wasn't really much You could say Yeah
2: Do you think it like Cause a lot of people Were saying okay This is it for Drake Like Drake is done mm-hmm. Like do you think It had that you know? Like end of his career mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah,
4: nah. It's, mm-hmm. it's Drake We talking about this Thank you. This man got a. This man really runs a whole city like mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, the
3: country uh, really. <laughs> the country, <laughs> yeah, the country <laughs> for sure.
2: Um, oh, there was. A, I it people a long were time comparing. Ago. <laughs> Just
3: remember where I live at fifty thousand is going go. So, They've a lot always of people were
2: comparing. In. Pusha T. I didn't listen to it, so and I, I'm not going to. But they were comparing Pusha T's disc to Tupac.
3: How you ask him about it you didn't even listen to it?
2: I mean, I know the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk I'm about a, why you didn't I'm listen teen, to it. No, I'm a Drake <laughs> Stan, okay? There's not too many people that I, like, fan over. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love Drake. Drake has, like, gotten me through so many things. Yeah. And, like, his albums remind me of different, like, aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. So I love Drake. So I'm not going to listen to it. She didn't
3: listen to the song because she said it would make her upset.
2: It would. I mean, so not, you didn't listen
3: to the Pusha song? Yeah. yeah, I listen oh, to Drake's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you would have been mad.
2: Yeah, and I'm not going <laughs> to listen. And I don't mean a stand to the point where it's like, Drake can do no wrong, because Drake is, you know, human. He can totally do wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to listen to something where somebody's, like, obviously dragging him. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it as a fan.
4: But what's crazy about that record, though, we was, we was contemplating. was even talking it. About it. <laughs> so, so everything that he said, if you listen to I'm Upset, Drake low-key says, some of the things that Pusha was saying in the record and like yeah. I think somebody said something about he was going to talk about his kid or whatever on the, on Drake's next album he was going to bring him up and things like that
2: I don't understand why everybody feels like they need to know about that Yeah, like I if business, if he has yeah, a child yeah. they're like oh he's a debut father or no maybe he just didn't tell us about it yeah, it's not, not our business care of the kid exactly and, yeah. so that was my issue with the whole kid thing I don't think
3: he ever lied about the kid either
2: I mean, it's not our business. Mm-hmm.
3: He said, "I could never have a kid and be out here still kidding around." But he was—he ain't kidding He's around. He's never been like, kidding so around. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's kidding right. around. Right, it's good. not the whole Adidas rollout for him. No, I, I, just, I think it's wrong that Pusha ruined that. I think it way. is. Like that's my only issue with, um, like him, the disc record.
2: Do you think that in any way that elevated Pusha T's career?
4: Yeah, but it's like I, that's why I was saying earlier. Like music, I mean, it's, it's a. You know, it's a uh, um, music can be timeless for sure, but like, I mean, who's, nobody's not really gonna be talking about this next summer or the summer after this. Exactly. Like we're not talking about back to back no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that was that moment. Meek out of jail. Everybody loved mm-hmm. me. You know, and, you know what I mean? This is. I think it's just gonna blow over. The thing with, and uh, I didn't listen to Push's album. I didn't listen to the album, but I heard it was. Well, heard it was nice. Yeah. But I never. I wouldn't really go out my way and be like, oh, I gotta hear that push album. It
3: just don't,
2: it don't. <laughs> yeah, I think like the that. rest of the world's with you. There. I'm gonna be the one to
3: tell you, mm-hmm. it might be top three albums of to the year right now. Right now, yeah, I mean, I gotta like, hear. Mm-hmm. yeah, from January to June, it is top three albums, and I'm only putting it behind um, Booker Ryan by Royster Five Nine and uh, J Cole. J Cole, man, yeah. J Cole's album fire. Yeah, I mess with, mess with that for sure. But this push album, bro, it's it's I'm stupid, pee, bro.
4: Like that's why I tell you I don't I listen music the new music is dropping and I probably won't listen to it like months after. Mm-hmm. Job, so. Yeah, you
2: can just not listen to it. <laughs> do you
4: believe Jay Prince? <laughs> what he say? Uh, I seen the Breakfast Club interview, but what he
3: he was saying um, that he heard like Drake played at this record for him mm-hmm. and he heard it and he was like, you know, this is really bad for business. Like families are going to be hurt. It could end Kanye's career. Like don't we don't want really
4: do this. No, I was going to say no boundaries. In, I don't think it's no boundaries in, in rap. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like. But
2: <laughs> why do you think people thrive on like beef being in hip
4: hop? I mean, you got you got people like 50 who got famous off that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Six Nine following the same suit. Yeah. I mean he gets on everybody's nerves. Nobody <laughs> liked 50 either when he first came out for real. I mean his music was good, but
3: nobody liked him. And I like, music, six, it's like
2: people just always want
3: it. I hate Six Nine's music. I like him as a person though. But you like him as a person, yeah. and not the <laughs> just because he was like, I know, I know. like if you watch his videos, he's funny. Like he'd be like, "It's everybody talking about I gotta be in beef to sell records. I ain't been in week a beef for two weeks, dummy, and now I got 10 million. Like, talking, it's just like it's stupid. It's, it's like, bro, I ain't been in beef for two weeks. It really reminded me of like a little bad kid who was trying to get something from his mom. Like I ain't been in trouble for two weeks, mom. Like, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. Like his just, I don't know. His, That's, that trolling shit be for real, and yeah. like, it's
4: really putting, it's really getting getting niggas on for real. Like, mm-hmm. Does
2: that ever annoy you? Like when you see stuff? like It don't annoy me
4: because I I know why. You know, what I mean, like J Cole was saying with Lil Pump, like you know these. I mean, and in, in all honesty, I agree. These these people smart. Like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, a, a scheme. It's a mm. you know whatever they are doing and it's working. Yeah, you can't be mad. You could, we can hate it, dislike it, all we want, mm-hmm. but it's working. Yeah, and that's the thing about being in the music, and that's why I was saying too, like beef here in Columbus, because we not solidified in the industry, because we gonna we could beef with each other, and nobody's gonna give two shits about who don't like who here. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you, you know what I mean. But you got people like six uh, nine and Trippy, or people who are actually checking for these people who gonna ride for either side. Mm-hmm. Then it makes sense. Yeah. you know what I mean. That makes sense.
2: Trippy Red is from.
4: Can. Canton, Canton. Canton. Mm-hmm but he all the people who got him on is from from here yeah his fam, his I know his family live here uh, so they they used to do like uh, uh big shows back in the day and do promoter uh, do promote concerts him? fresh paper I don't know him personally but I know him from back in the day oh okay like they was doing shows and we would come up and chop it up with them and try to get on shows but I don't know them like on some I could call them and be like <laughs> we good but so you got, you got a relationship with Harold though right uh yeah kind of for mm-hmm. sure yeah, he cool. Um, You know, definitely through Sean. -hmm. Sean, But uh, Harold, he used to always come to OU and stay at uh, Sean and Jamal's house. And they used to
3: make the beats and everything like that then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just kind of took off from there. Harold Harold is my dog. Okay. um, Speaking on the the Drake and Push beef again, this is not a shot at you because Nish always thinks I'm taking shots at her. But I feel like if people are saying that Push did it for publicity, then they don't really know hip-hop. Because this beef has been going on for five, he six years now. Like, him and Wayne was taking shots at each other. Drake kind of took over. And then he bit off more than he could chew. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think he did. He, you he Drake was did afraid do. to listen to the song, so. i listen He bit to off it. more than he could chew. <laughs> I
2: don't care. I just need the new Drake album. This will all be a thing in the past. <laughs> and okay? Push put it
3: perfectly. Like You make great music. You are great at what you do. When it comes to lyricism, I paint pictures. And He does. He really and does.
2: Well, I guess we don't like pictures. <laughs> so, there's that. Anyway. He has some love
4: blows in the song. Like I said, there's no boundaries when it comes to, come to this music and rap. There's really no boundaries.
2: Do you think it compared to Hit him Up, though?
4: Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh, really? For sure. It had that, that vibe too. Yeah, right? it had that. Because every time when Push would say something, like it was kind of like, oh, we got to fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, like, I yeah, him, yeah. every bar I'm like all right bro, all right, bro. <laughs> We gotta get this nigga's location. We like I'll be right, finding bro because that that was that was super low Like, like I said there's no boundary. But it's like if they was to say that to me it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Man, Whatever. Man. I'm not gonna listen to it.
3: So. <laughs> Did you have any more questions? I have a question but it's
2: like it, I should have asked it earlier. <laughs> Let me just do it. It's completely off topic for me. And we already kind of went here. But what do you do when you, like, feel that lack of inspiration? Like, I want to say writer's block, but not just writer's block. Like, say you just, like, feel, like... Like,
4: not feeling it today. Yeah, like,
2: you just, like, go through... Do you ever have periods of, like, I'm just, like, I'm not feeling this? Or, like, you do something, you're like, this is bad, this is, like, you know? Yeah,
4: we, I mean, we take breaks. Like, we really like a firm believer like if it's we not like if we in the studio and we can't we trying to force a record Well, will me and Big James would be like yeah nah I can't I ain't got the mental capacity right now let's I'll just record it later or something like that but like we try to take breaks like every time we do a project that's like cause it takes a lot out of us to to put work together for a whole project so once we're done with that we'll usually take like a couple months We'll record, but we won't record as heavy as we was as like we would do for a project. Mm-hmm. So we'll once once we're done with the done with it, we'll just try to take a break. If we have those those uh, writer's block or just not feeling it today, you know, sometimes we just got to take a step back from being a musician and, and uh, recharge, mm-hmm. and then come back and let it all come back full circle. So.
3: Do you feel like that's helpful? Like, is is it beneficial
4: to take that break? Well, oh, very beneficial. Because like I said, yeah, it's it's writer's block comes from. At least from my experience, writer's block just writer's block comes from um, you've already just used every word that you could think of in your head, and mm-hmm. you're trying to put it in. You're trying to make all these matchups, and you done did everything that you possibly could. Mm-hmm. You know, mentally, now you're just like, I can't even.
2: I so can't we even got two it. different ideas of writer's block. Oh, go ahead. No, because like for me, I feel like whenever I'm like in a creative space, it's like sometimes I'll feel like. I think I overthink. Do you ever have those periods where mm-hmm, like you sure. overthink? And I'm more so. So this is just, I guess, me being transparent. I'm more so like I think about like how what people will think of it, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh, like I can't do it this way because people will take it like the wrong way, mm-hmm. and like, so I just overthink, and I eventually get to the point where it's like, okay, I don't want to do it.
4: Mm-hmm. So I know I used to be like that. I definitely used to be like that. Like, man, are they even gonna like this record? You know, mm-hmm. is it how's it how's this even gonna go? But it's definitely um, it definitely grew from that, cause like I we start we I used to care a lot about what people thought about me and the music. I used to care, really yeah I used to care like like I said people wasn't checking for me and I, I had my moments where I was real like like salty about it. But it's it's just kind of like you know they sleep you know people could sleep on me now or sleep on whatever now or they may not like it now but you know uh, people always come around years later like mm-hmm. that's always been our. Since, since we started going through, going by, like, Mouth for a while uh, musically, that's always been our thing. Like, as long as people know, it don't matter if they like us or not. Because mm-hmm. they're going to have to come, they going to, you know, we're going to come out and dap you up. And yeah. you, you ain't even got a reason to not like us. We're mm-hmm. going to still come out, dap and mm-hmm. show love. Mm-hmm. And, um, so how do you hate on somebody? Yeah, how you do you hate, hate on somebody like that? Yeah. And, like, as long as people know, know you, know the name, know what's going on, they're Come back and hear about it from somebody else later on, and then that's when people want to jump on the bandwagon and mm-hmm. be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, I knew them back then, but wasn't trying." to mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. it's always in people's memory bank whether they want to whether they want to feed into it now or later. Mm-hmm. They gonna always come around. Yeah. That was just something I had to teach myself, like because I used to be sick, like really mm-hmm. sick. I didn't know how to handle the business. I didn't know how to politic with with uh, different promoters, DJs. Uh, I mean, everybody. I didn't know how to do it until I just stopped really caring. And, and after, I, after I had realized that, that's when I was getting hit up for music and hit up for uh, just did a bunch of different things. So it was cool. Mm-hmm. That probably
2: feels really good. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just had
4: to be patient, for real. You know, it was it was just a matter of time. Yeah, they, they ain't feeling it now, but, you know, when they do hit, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be crazy. When they know they're going to know. Yeah. Do you
2: guys have any, like, women as a part
4: of your brand, like singers, rappers? No, we we're definitely like looking into expand. We um we don't really have any like singers or anything yet. The thing with us is like for, for another artist to come in like Kent is like the newest addition but Kent's been you know, he went to he went to Franklin too. I
2: didn't I didn't know that.
4: Yeah, come on went to he went to Franklin too.
2: This is too. like
4: <laughs> this is, that's I didn't know. Was he is he, a, he, was, a young yeah, he was in your own zone he was in my year. Okay. Um but um yeah he, he's the, he was like the newest addition to us collectively doing this music thing and it's like for somebody to come and, and join forces with us it, like I said really has to make sense and the sound really has to mm-hmm. match like we all have different personalities and and we clash like in all honesty behind the scenes we clash the personalities the personalities clash sometimes but
1: mm-hmm.
4: we know we know each other well enough to how to maneuver around it and understand what's more important um and, you know, there's there's been people who, you know, we kind of had come in, and then there's been people that, like, switched up on us, because they couldn't, they just couldn't understand how we moved. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it really, I don't know, it's got, it takes a certain kind of person, and I say that humbly, too, like, not that we're this, just this big gang yeah. or whatever, but it just mm-hmm. takes a certain mindset to, to, to work with us, Dude. and on a consistent basis, because, like I said, we bump heads every day, like, we... We have different views and disagreements, but it's it's how we handle that. And like I was saying, how we handle the confrontation and the negativity that that may come out towards us, we handle it that way. Yeah. Okay. Or we handle it a certain way. And if and if you come into this and not understanding that, then it kind of messes up the the frequency that we're moving at. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. it, it just don't mesh. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, but now we do want we do want singers and like female singers and female rappers and. I mean, other artists. Period. Just mm-hmm. you know, we because um, it just gotta make sense. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: Well, if you ever want me to come out of retirement for a collab, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> most, well, we're supposed to do a collab in
4: seventh grade. <laughs> seventh grade. <right? laughs> we're supposed to do it then, but you know, it's, it's always love. You yeah. Know? I mean, we we all got history with each other, so mm-hmm. and that's what i was saying too. It makes that makes all the difference too. Like I was saying, Kent, Kent went to Franklin. And that was history we had. Kent and Jamal Amazing. used to play ball. Mill
3: went to Franklin. I was—we all grew up together. I need a yearbook. Mm-hmm. That's what <laughs> like, to me, it seemed like Kent kind of came out of nowhere because I, I never heard no music from him. And like, and then I hear him with Big James. I'm like, who is this nigga? And like, I, to <laughs> me, <it's> like, he <laughs> came out of nowhere, and, and then, then
2: just kind
3: of like just It yeah. just, just took off. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And that, but
4: then that's why I was saying like it came. He came at he came at the right moment. Um, came into it at the right moment. Helped elevate what we already had going on, and he helped take that, uh, he was an addition, so he helped us take that to a next level. hmm And, um, you know, we just, because it, it's a thing, it's like, I don't me doing the music for so long, like, I done had people, I done been in different, you know, collectives or groups, and I done had people switch up on me. Mm-hmm. You know, they done left me hanging high and dry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so now, now that we really have this collectively going on, it's like, we got to be a little more, um, just a little more, uh, I can't think of the word that I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, I can't think of the word I'm <laughs> looking for, but like, be, just to be a little more. Um, s- thank you. <laughs> thank you. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, if he say it one more time. I'm just about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, a <laughs> yeah, we just got to be a little more selective about it because loyalty is, is definitely rare to find. For you sure. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people want to get in it, some people want to really just. Like, there's literally people that, like, in our mouth for a while, in the mouth for a while, just literally people that that literally is, we don't know them from nothing, that want to, you know, and like I said, it doesn't make sense, but they want us to give them free stuff and do all these things. And, like, we don't even really know you, bro. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense. And that's why I was saying we got to be selective about who we work with because some people just want to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and it's not really genuine. Because mm-hmm. yeah. as soon as something, as soon as something go bad or doesn't go that way, they want to,
2: it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'ma jump ship
4: now, <laughs> and it's yeah. like we're yeah. gonna be here when the ship sinks. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean. And that's what, and that's what we need. That's, that's what's going uh, I
2: think something that is also really unique is that you guys—you can tell like you all have really good chemistry mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I don't know if that's something that's like obvious to everybody. Uh, or just, we,
4: nah, we here. We that's definitely part of our conversations. Like Big James, he did a show in Cincinnati by himself. Probably, I think it was last month. And it went good. He said it was, you know, he got the love, but he was like, it was, it's just something about when all three of us is on stage, it's like mm. a megazord, like yeah. we all bring a different element to the, to the, to the stage. And yeah. and it's like, you can look at this person and, 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 uh, get some form of entertainment out of them or, you mm-hmm. know, big James, myself can't, you know, you can, mm-hmm. you get three different, completely different elements and personalities.
3: and mm-hmm. You know, it just kinda it just blends well. Yeah, It's like it all it's great solo, but when you put it together, I oh, think that's a good comparison with the music. When it's
4: together, man, yeah. like we we don't we, we don't even do shows separate no more. Like if, mm-hmm. if even if even
3: if it's just my name on the bill or yeah. if it's just Big James, you see one of them on the bill, you're gonna see all three of us. Yeah, I noticed that too, because mm-hmm. I I don't even ask him anymore Like when I see your name On something I don't even be like Bro why ain't you in here Cause he, every time He be like I'm about to do a couple Of songs with Zach <laughs> like, we gotta, He gonna put me on the set Anyway like every time So after a while Like I know if I see one it's going to be, like, love amongst the group. Yeah. So, like, I do I, I do think the chemistry is there as well. I think mm-hmm. it's evident. So, like, that's why it was shocking. I mean, I know everybody has conflict, but it was shocking to me now yeah. to even hear, like, y'all have those those clashes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, we
4: clash. Yeah. We clash all the time. I mean, it's times when we got to take breaks from each other. Like, <laughs> we, might not, we might not talk for a couple of days yeah. or like that. But, but we understand what the, what the goal is and what we're trying to reach, and that it's bigger than each of us individually. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is this is we trying to change our lives and change our family's lives and really, you know, really become successful off something that we love to do and that we that we're good at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, you know that's just that's the that's the most important thing. Like it's it's bigger than whatever I'm feeling at the time or whatever Big James or whatever Kent or Ma feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, we we trying to make this happen by any means. For and, sure. You know, like I said, it ain't a, it ain't a race; it's a marathon. And however long it takes, we going. We gonna keep it
3: going into the to the wheels, lot It's been it's been real fun to watch though, man, and like to see y'all those growth and y'all's blossoming. Um, mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm excited to like experience the journey, so I can only imagine like what it's like to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was saying, I'm gonna push y'all's music like even when I'm out of the, of the city. Like, yeah. you know, nah, that's love, man. Riding down, eating. bumping your shit down Bill Street. Um, <laughs> we be needing that, yeah. man. That's Come do
2: a show, Memphis. Hey.
3: Do that. If I could hook it up, bro, I got oh, pull up. I got to. I got to see if I can, like, if I still got the juice. <laughs> if I can pull it in another city, <laughs> hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it. You'd be surprised, man. If Zach doing it yeah. in a whole other country. Yeah, be yeah, that's man. true. Yeah,
2: mouth can come to Memphis. We can do that. Uh, real
3: quick, a couple accountability things. You said that if they need an extra singer, that's us go say ahead an extra. You said singer. if you want me to come out of retirement.
2: And do a collab. Yeah, so I'm uh, you know if, collabs, if he wants.
3: Yeah. Or collab,
2: <laughs> we can do collabs. Okay. Let me tell you though. So, like I said, like you're one of those people who always like. Anytime I would see you, you would always say it to me. I remember one time we were in like some bar at arena. Mm-hmm. This was years ago, mm-hmm. and he said it to me. He's like, "Are you still singing? Are we gonna like do that song together?" <laughs> so, um, I think though, for me, I'm one of those people. I'm always in my head mm-hmm. all the time. So it's like, I'll hear something and I'll be like. Somebody will say something, maybe they don't like it, and Mm. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do this because I don't want people telling me like they don't like this Mm. or like I don't wanna, I don't know, I don't wanna fail at Mm. it or feel like I failed at it. Mm. So I just think so much, and I think that's just really what holds me back creatively in any
3: capacity it's weird bro because you make really good music and i'm not even we're saying not that, like, do that. like like we today. got simone back here bro she's back here <laughs> nodding the out of her head because it's really true like <laughs> she makes really good music like even right. when nish and i wasn't friends like i would check out i would still check for her sounds like cause she made right. great sounds and it's like you are always your biggest critic not just you like everybody yeah. in general we're always our biggest critic so like we may even
2: though it's crazy i met big james at a studio session too that's uh, when i met him yeah at think it was like seven years ago because mm-hmm. that's when I was like going to the studio all the time yeah. but like what you were saying like that really hit home to me when you were talking about like just how you're um like all of you have that chemistry mm-hmm. it's like I've been in like different situations with like you know different groups of people and I'm like it's just The chemistry is just not there. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I just—I don't know. I just overthink too much. Like even with writing and stuff, I like I won't—I won't let him read anything. I'll be like, (laughs) no, you can't read this. Like I just—I think so much. I don't know how to get out of my head.
4: Nah, like I said, it was. It took me a while to learn it. I had to kind of accept failure, and 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 it just helped me learn different things. Like I like I had to. I got my own um, recording equipment. 2012 had no idea how to work it the music wasn't sounding how I wanted to sound it Mm -hmm. was every time I recorded something I'm like man this is way but I you know it took me it took me to fail every time recording and just staying consistent and then realizing and and really um really just taking hold of my craft and just staying consistent and keep doing it now I can engineer my own music and I can make oh. it sound in whatever way sound whatever way that I want it to sound mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean for sure yeah. Yeah. and it's it just and that not, that just happened probably the last two years two two three three years that mm-hmm. I really learned to, to get deep into engineering and how to how to do certain things Now I'm still not uh, where I can mix like fully do a final mix and master but mm-hmm. I can get it to where it's gonna sound good enough to where if nobody touch it I can still put this out.
3: Yeah.
4: You know what I mean? But man, it takes failure. I done failed so many times we the most money I've seen off music this music was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and it's gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was a that was a big that's a big that's a big that's a lot of money to, to lose. Mm-hmm. So that that was a failure that I had to overcome and I mean, I was depressed. you got this much money to really, you know, if you if it was spent the right way, we could have really, you know, made some things happen. Yeah. But uh, the team I was with, we didn't really, um, we kind of invested it into things uh, that was more expensive, and we could have got it a little cheaper. But we didn't mm-hmm. got it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, learning
3: experiences. Man. Yeah, it was
4: a learning experience that we had to had to fail in order to realize what was um what was going to make the most sense.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So what? to go back were you trying to hold me accountable
3: yeah no nah, I'm just everybody heard it here first that oh. this is potentially <laughs> gonna come out of retirement so make sure y'all all hold her accountable and then, then my accountability piece I'm not gonna say in too much I'll tell Zach after the podcast y'all are not that privileged <laughs> just yet um but like Jamal I got you that's all I'm gonna say like I was lacking I got you bro <laughs> that's my accountability all right. piece <laughs> so, is that everything? Yeah, that's all. This I, was I so fun. Yeah, 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 Thank absolutely. you
2: so much for coming. Yeah, it was really appreciate fun. You coming
3: out. Uh, did you have like any last minute drops or like any? I know you got a show tomorrow, right? Oh yeah, we yeah.
4: in Cincinnati tomorrow. Um, Cincinnati tomorrow uh, for um, I gotta remember the name of it, but Wise Words Management. They're doing an underground music fest in Cincinnati.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So it's a lot of Columbus artists. Um, coming to Cincinnati, like Biz, Big James, uh, OG Vern. I mean, a lot of people from the city. So mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be fun. After that, man, we, we for a lot of stuff. We're supposed to be doing a show with at a track that was supposed to be on a seven, but they're rescheduling that, mm-hmm. um, um, uh, breakaway fest, August
2: 25th. Are tickets on sale? They are. Okay. We'll put the we'll link. put
4: link in there too. Mm-hmm. They are on sale. Um, yeah, I mean, check the Mouth World Wide page. Yeah. And, uh, Mouth World Wide page will have like all the other shows and things that,
3: that's coming up, too. So. Okay. We'll drop the link for the Mouth World Wide page and then break away.
2: Yep. Is that everything?
3: Yeah, that's all I have, man. Really appreciate you coming out. Yes, uh, thank it was a good you side. so appreciate much. appreciate That was a good conversation. It was yeah. so <laughs> fun. <laughs> <laughs> And she knows it was good too because I don't like our podcast going over yeah. an hour. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> she was texting me, like, is like, it cool? <laughs> keep <laughs> it running. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you again for coming out. Um, make sure y'all check out Fresh Emo, dropping June 30th. If there will be more promo. And that's the third accountability. We're holding you accountable to make sure that you oh, that yeah. get that promo you. video out, get, um, you. you know, listening sessions set up, things like that. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So June thirtieth. And it's my twenty-five birthday. Yep.
4: Let's <laughs> <we>
2: get it. <laughs> it. must be nice to be young, man. I know it is nice. <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> All right, and then hopefully, you know, next episode will actually be next week. Yep. But we do have some really cool guests that we have coming in before we move. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun. Thank you for listening. We will get that giveaway stuff to the winners soon, sometime. Mm-hmm. Oh, and before we go case rotation is available on com and flypapermagazine.com you can also tune into the show by searching case rotation on the iTunes podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts be sure to rate comment and subscribe to the show on iTunes and use the hashtag case rotation on Twitter mm-hmm. and we'll see you talk to you guys later Bye.
3: see y'all next time man yeah yeah so don't be so focused
0: It going down 9-11. Play with freshy giddy niggas, I'ma get it. Take cover, nigga, that's your master jet. Cause if you don't, my nigga, you might get beheaded. Whoa, whoa gang, gang, nigga, gang, and it's gang, and it's me. When I change up fit, the only time that I ever stop. Niggas don't stick to the code. Yeah, that explains a lot, cause niggas actin' like some hoes Whoa. Yeah, my nigga milk, got the raw stone in here. Just in case a nigga wanna trip Yeah, I'm for the flight, hey. I gon' be here all night All night Cause you lame niggas wanna try to tell my nigga like, light, like, light. oh So don't be so focused it going down 9-11, play like with freshy giddy niggas, I'ma get it, i take up nigga, that's your my suggestion, <laughs> cause if you don't my nigga, you might get beheaded, whoa, Yo. Yeah. Whoa, gang, gang, nigga, gang o'en uh, it's bangin' it's When I change up fit, the only time that I ever speak. Niggas don't stick to the code. Yeah, that explains a lot. Cause niggas I didn't like some hoes. Yeah, my nigga milk got the on the hip, Just in case a nigga wanna trip, yeah, book a flight. I gon' be here all night, all night. Cause lame niggas wanna try to jump a nigga like light, like why they want to play around with fresh? Fake niggas, I you actin' like my best. You wasn't there when a nigga got arrested. Nah, nah. nah, now I'm about to go and I'm Know yeah, yeah. you ain't my homie, yeah. you're my dog. Know yeah, yeah. you ain't my nigga nah. or my brown. Know nah, nah. you ain't my brother, you nah. so bitch. Nah. If I walk up in with him, then my brother. My brother. My brother. If I walk the planet and with them, they my brothers. My
1: brothers.